Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What is up? Welcome into the Early Edge powered by Sportsline. I am your host, Alan Bell, and we have a great show lined up for you this Saturday. Let's take a look at how we did yesterday. Not a bad day. A little four and two action. The two piece. Oh, my goodness. We lost it because of the end of that Hornets game. Uh, that Hornets and Cavs game had some wild calls all the way throughout. But again, a solid day, and Mikey coming through for us on the PGA Tour once again. And speaking of him, let's bring in the stars of the show. Look at the guys. M Squared, Mikey, how we doing, buddy? Good morning, guys. Uh, doing well. Got a little construction outside that starts nice and early on the Saturday morning. Uh, other than that, good. Can't wait for this, uh, this weekend. 150 college basketball games today. Man, that is awesome. Micah Roberts, got an action-packed sports weekend. How are we doing over there, my man? We're doing great. And, you know, this is kind of like opening day. I love opening day baseball. This is opening day for NASCAR practice. And practice was so – it just didn't happen uh, last season, you know, the COVID, the last couple seasons. So I get a practice in a couple hours, get to watch that, and see the new car on the new track at the Coliseum, bush-like clash, non-points race. It's going to be a wreck fest. Yeah, <laughs> a wreck fest. Like, I can't wait to see that in the L.A. Coliseum. It's the first time in there, correct? That's correct. First time of a race of any kind. So, you know, other than, you know, uh, Olympians. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic, man. Jay Smooth, the machine, as M Squared laid out, a ton of college basketball on the slate today, man. What's good? Hey, what's up, AB? Yeah, it's a crazy one. Spent like four hours last night trying to get through them all. There's look, there's a lot on the on the slate. You can't try to get everything done, but I did. So I got a lot of plays coming. There we go. I like it. All right. Now getting into the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. Micah Roberts, you are our registered expert here of being on both sides, both a former bookmaker and a Expert sports better. Tell us what you're seeing out of the Super Bowl. What updates are you seeing out of Las Vegas so far? Yeah, so we're, you know, at the halfway point. Uh, next week, everything's going to come in. You're probably going to see 90 to 95% of the bets happen from Friday to Sunday next week. But in the meantime, the lines moved from three and a half to four and a half. Four and a half has been two way action on the point spread. Um, and that's probably going to be a number we're going to see till next Friday, at least. I, I don't think you're going to see that change much. The total dropped a little bit down to uh, 48 up from uh, down from 50. And the money line is a unique thing here because usually you see the underdogs get piled on. And the ticket count is super high on the Bengals already. But the money has moved the Rams from $1.80. They bet the $1.90. And it's now $2 everywhere. And that's unusual for this early to take the favorite on the money line. So that could be telling of at least what some sharp people are thinking. Be interesting to see. But the cash, a little bit shaded towards higher on the Rams. Tickets on money line and the point spread are about 71% towards the Bengals. But the cash is the key issue here. Now, Micah, what in your history, from what you've seen of so many, you know, Super Bowl weeks and Super Bowl Sunday, what is it like in a sports book all week leading up 
and then on Sunday before the game? Is it just pure chaos? Uh, mostly it's pretty organized for the first 13, first 12 days, but that, that weekend next weekend is just crazy. You have the novices that come in. So I think it's important to, uh, you know, it's very busy and you don't have a lot of time, but you got to, you know, have somebody help them out because they need to know what's going on. They don't know what a point spread is. They just come in. They're like, tell me what, to, what how much can I win for a hundred dollars? You know, like $91 on the phone. No, that doesn't sound good. Well, how much do I win on the Bengals? How about if they win? Plus one seventy five. I'll take them, and that's how the story goes all the time. And and you just have casual betters. Once a year, betters that come in and they like to get more for their bang, and and so the Bengals money line will be attractive for those type of betters. Man, that's fantastic, man. That that's phenomenal. Like and just having that history of seeing it over and over and over. Now, Jay Smooth, you got a couple nuggets for us. We've got what Baylor and Kansas today. We also have Duke North Carolina. That old rivalry is coming back. Break it down for us, man. What should we see? Yeah, I really want to talk about the big games that we're going to see today. Look, there's a lot of fun, small games to go find edges about. But what about those games that everybody wants to watch, that you want to have a betting angle on, that you want to know some of these tidbits that could help you maybe make a buck? Well, all right, let's do it. Uh, North Carolina Duke. So this is going to be probably Coach K's last game at North Carolina. Could be the last game against Duke, depending on how you know postseason plays out. Uh, against UNC, depending on postseason plays out. But yeah, I think uh, Duke's probably getting this done personally. I'm not actually going to put a bet on it. But North Carolina, I mean, this is like, the reason why I'm not putting a bet on it is North Carolina 5-0 and in the last five against the spread against Duke. North Carolina also 14-0 and in their last 14 games at home straight up. So this is going to be a little tough, but I still think the story's there, right? This is like a big storied game. Uh, Roy Williams won both his last two games against Duke, so I I wouldn't be shocked to see Coach K go out the same way. Going to be a good one to watch. Then Baylor, Kansas, man, this might shock some people, but Baylor three and 15 straight up in their last 18 games against Kansas. So they're getting the plus two and a half plus three this morning. I think that's probably the right call. Baylor one and 16 straight up in their last 17 games when playing at Kansas. So they really have not been able to win this game. So definitely look for Baylor to lose, but it's probably going to stay close. But yeah, I lean Kansas, but I guess we'll see how it goes. Well, you know what? It's funny that you bring up Duke because I tell you what, we're going to jump into our site plays right now. And the first one up is Duke minus three against North Carolina. And the reason being is this Duke enters the first batch of the season against their hated rival, boasting a strong 18 and three straight up record. The Blue Devils, 71 percent against the spread on the road and 77 percent against the spread after four or more days off and we're going to also play Villanova minus five today against UConn Villanova's hosting uh UConn obviously at home where they're 66 percent against the spread not to mention the Wildcats only allowing opponents 54.1 points per game at home this season as well so we're going to take Duke minus three we're also going to take Villanova minus five so there's our side plays but everybody came for you boys M squared. I like both those plays, Alan. I do yeah. like both those plays. So. I like them too, man. We got two nice favorites, low numbers. You know what I mean? We don't have to cover double-digit spreads, anything like that. But you know what? Everybody came to see what you boys have. M squared, it's your show. You got first at bat. What do you got, buddy? All right. Got some college basketball plays, three of them today. I'm going to start with Michigan State. Played the minus two at even money. Uh, I would play them all the way up to three and a half if the line got there. I think Rutgers is getting a little too much credit in this one for playing on their home floor. 
pretty distinct advantage for Michigan State in terms of them being better defensively versus the Rutgers offense. Uh, Rutgers defense is fine. They're both very good defensive teams, but there's a little lacking in terms of the offensive efficiency there. I think even in this situation on the road, they need to be closer to a two-possession favorite in this game. So I'm going to lay the short number with Michigan State. Next play, I'm going to Kentucky. This one is at plus one. I actually have a little play on it at minus one from last night. I make Kentucky minus 2.7 in my simulations. Similar story here, except for on the defensive side. Alabama isn't quite up to par in terms of defensive efficiency in these kind of matchups. I expect Kentucky to have a pretty big edge in terms of getting and generating second chance points, which should keep them in a competitive game at the very least. I think Sheboy is going to have a big game here against Alabama. So take Kentucky plus one. And then my final play, Syracuse Louisville over 146 and a half. Love, love, love the way Syracuse could put up points on the board. Also love that they are pretty weak in terms of defensive efficiency. If you've watched them play, they are just giving up a ton of points, a ton of great looks. They seem to always find ways to be in these competitive games like this. I think this one should be closer to 155 than 146. So take the over in Syracuse Louisville. We go. I like him. Now, Micah Roberts, coming to you, buddy. You got a couple plays for us, both from the Super Bowl and tomorrow's race, the NASCAR Bush class or cra- <laughs> clash. I don't know why I couldn't say that. Hit us with it, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, Bush Light Clash uh, tomorrow. Denny Hamlin plus 175 over Kyle Larson. Now we come in, you know, I, I'm going to have to play a couple odds to win as well, but they're all going to be guys. We don't have any data on the track, we don't know how it's going to run. Uh, it's a flat quarter mile track. Um, we don't have any data on how these cars run. We've seen them practice a couple times in the last month, but we haven't we haven't seen them. So everything that we saw. The all new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This last car, like four or five years, uh, that data's gone. And it's like you're starting from scratch. So now you have to go, who are the best short track drivers? I've got, uh, let's see, Denny Hamlin, 10 career wins on the short tracks, which includes Bristol, Richmond, and Martinsville. Martinsville would be probably the most, uh, we could compare the most because that's a flat half mile track. And Denny Hamlin's the best at Martinsville. So you got that, uh, Martin Truex, six wins on short tracks the last three years. And then you've got Kyle Busch, 16 wins on short tracks. And Joey Logano has six wins on short tracks as well. So those are the four guys I'm looking at. And then I saw the value at Circus Sports plus 175 uh, against Larson here. And I just like too attractive to pass up with so many unknowns other than the driver's ability. So that's where I'm at there. Um, and it is going to be a wreck fest. I promise you that. that and, and, and they're hoping that it's going to be a, 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 a something to grab new fans in LA. The, the LA fans, they, they don't care about NASCAR. So, but they're using the Super Bowl as a promo. That's how this whole idea came in because they were scared going head to head with the Super Bowl for the Daytona 500. So they pushed everything back, brought it to LA, and they're just, it's a marketing ploy. And I hope it works for them. Good luck with that. But the Super Bowl, let's talk about this. I've been going over several angles, and I saw your tweet uh, yesterday, Alan, you know, with the 
Burrow. It makes total sense if you like the Bengals to win, bet Burrow to win them the MVP as well. But how about the guy that maybe stops Burrow or the Bengals from winning? I'm not taking the Rams yet, but I got a scenario with Vaughn Miller. Uh, I think he's going to have a great game. He's playing his best right now, healthy over the last seven games, seven sacks in his last seven games. I believe he's got 12 tackles for a loss as well. He is playing at his best. And, you know, the thing that brought me to this was that the push that the Titans got in the middle, pushing up into Burrow, moving them out a little bit, and there's just easy sacks. Aaron Donald's the best at that. And so you're gonna, I think you're going to have a situation where Von Miller can get the strip sack, get a couple of them, and when he tur- turns the game around, no matter – Cooper Cup does his thing, Stafford does his thing, unless it's like 400 or 4 t- TDs, game – momentum changing. I saw it before with Vaughn Miller against Cam Newton, who was scoring like 35, 38 points a game and completely dominated him right out of the, the gate. Fumble, turn the game around, MVP. He can do it again. He's 60 to one, over three and a half tackles, a dollar 30 and over on whatever sack total you'll find as well. Yeah, I, I love both of those plays. You're, you're right. Von Miller, the last seven games, he's been an absolute monster, <clears throat> excuse me, for the LA Rams. And like you said, Miller's done this before yes. in a Super Bowl, right? Like, uh, this is nothing new, you know, to him. Now, real quick, Micah, uh, uh, Justin, we'll get to you in just one second here. Uh, question for you in the chat. Our man Trent says he likes Denny Hamlin as well. Coliseum racetrack resembles the short tracks Hamlin grew up on during his cup career, and he's competed in exhibitions at comparable short tracks throughout Virginia. What do you think about that? It kind of aligns exactly with yeah. what you were just talking about. Absolutely. I, I like him. I'm, I'm going to have him as well. I got a little higher odds on that, but uh, – um, it's one of those things, there's, it's just going to be so many wrecks. So it's almost like the, the opposite of a super speedway race where the value of each driver's rating goes down because there's a higher possibility that there's going to be a wreck and they'll be involved even if they didn't do anything wrong. And this is one of those situations. So I put everything down, you know, I cut everything down, uh, you know, down to 25% of what I normally bet on this race. Nice. I love it, man. Jay Smooth, buddy, you know what? You're bringing us home today. What do you got, my man? Yeah, you know, they save the best for last, right? So uh, <laughs> let's do it. I'm going to start. I got three games today. I actually i am going to jump in right with my agreement with Mike on Michigan State minus two. This is too small. You can get it like minus one and a half now, too, against Rutgers. And look, Rutgers has been great at home. Don't get me wrong. This has been a very strong road team. But by my simulations, getting this to minus one and a half means giving Rutgers a home court advantage around six to seven points, maybe even bigger if you base it on recent play. And that's too much. They shouldn't be getting that much. Michigan State is playing like a top 50 team, top 30 team, maybe even better right now. They are just getting good looks, good shots. And over time, that should mean that they win these types of games by more than two points um yeah so again scarlet knights 10 and 2 at home but i still think they're gonna lose this one i got this at nine and a half is what my model's coming in at so actually no sorry my recent play model has this one coming in around nine and a half i'm actually gonna make it six and a half officially but still a lot of value let's go with that agree with mike you don't really need to hear much more right um South Alabama plus three. This one doesn't really make any sense. I got the wrong team favorite in that. One of our favorite phrases. I think South Alabama should probably win by two points. So you're getting a good five, five and a half points of edge because I think that MGM is hanging three and a half on this, which I love. But try to get plus three. We'll take the full possession here. South Alabama is the better team. We just picked on Georgia State a couple days ago. We won with that Troy pick plus seven and a half. Well, today I expect South Alabama to also be an outright winner. 
but I love the three-point cushion if we don't get the win. And then lastly, 6.30 p.m. game, Alabama A&M versus Southern U. A little swack, man. I mean, the swack is just so much fun. These teams are Honestly, just most of them are terrible. Uh, Alabama A&M, one of those terrible teams, minus 11 and a half. It really just isn't enough. I like minus 12, minus 12 and a half. Fine. Even minus 13, if it starts moving, is okay here. Southern U should win this game by like 15 points, uh, 16 in the model right now. AAMU lost to Prairie View by 24 and then to Texas Southern by 34 in its last two road games on the road again today. And Texas Southern, uh, Texas Southern and uh, Southern U are pretty similar in talent. So 30 is not out of the question today, but I really like minus 11 and a half. It's, it's just too low. I think they get dominated. There we go. I like a little Saturday domination. That's what we need, right? Yeah. Uh, in the chat really quick. I laughed at this. Our man, Dan Hurdy says, you know, coach is at home right now eating an omelet for some reason, blaming a B that it's burnt. You know what? I agree with you. And I hope that coach is seeing that right now. Also in the chat, man, Elliot says, Life is not the same without getting my marching orders. Oh, just you wait. Don't oh. worry. You're going to get those today. But first, let's take a look at our plays and our board. And you know what? Grab your paper. Grab your pencil, as Coach always says. And it is glorious. M squared's on Kentucky plus one, Syracuse, Louisville, over 146 and a half, as well as Michigan State minus two. Jay Smooth on South Alabama plus three, Michigan State minus two as well, and Southern minus 11 and a half. Our man, Micah Roberts, in the NASCAR Bush Clash tomorrow. Denny Hamlin plus 175 gets Larson. Von Miller over three and a half tackles and Von Miller to win MVP at plus 6,000. Site plays were going Duke minus three, Villanova minus five and the two piece for today, a nice Saturday healthy meal of plus 198 rice money line and Charlotte on the money line. So like I said, excellent board today and Elliot don't you worry about it. You know why? Because you've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window for Jay Smooth, M Squared, Micah Roberts, and Noah in the chat, and the jeweler who keeps it all together. This is The Early Edge. Thank you so much. Good luck. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.